0: Thank you CHAPTER Thirteen, TRINKETS AND OTHER STRANGE INVENTIONS And that's how things went for a time. Little errands, small jobs. Mostly collecting things that involved a trip to Old Man Whetstone's shop. You could get all manner and kind of stuff from there, but not everything. That surprised me. That there were things you couldn't get from Whetstone. It was just an exotic food market after all. Well, more like a supermarket. You could get stuff like batteries and soap and shoelaces. Actually, I never thought about that one. Can you get shoelaces from the supermarket? Or does that still require a drugstore? I think the last time I got replacement shoelaces from a drugstore. Anyway, I'm not going to bore you with every little detail. After the crocodile edge, she sent me in search of Dandelion beer. I mean, not right away. It was some number of days or weeks later. Never did get the hang of time in that place. You really want to know about this, right? Dandelion beer. I haven't checked with Dora to make sure that old man Whetstone's place was the right kind of place to go after this stuff. Yes, it was. Did I need an escort? No, thank you. Thought I could remember the way. That was an act of defiance, that was. Kind of a maybe-I-wouldn't-come-back kind of thing. Why did I? Why get the dandelion beer? Why not simply wander off? I sense this is going to be a repeated theme. Escape. Just wander off. Why didn't I escape? Sounds so simple, right? Let me tell my story. Try to explain. Listen now. Judge me later. Like I said, she sent me on odd jobs and errands, mostly collecting things from whetstone. And always one item at a time. Never sent me with a list. Kitchen was always full of fresh food. Thought I was a gopher around here. Grocery shopper. Yeah. Don't know where everything was coming from. Maybe Hannah and Ramona did most of the boring stuff. Maybe Del Morgan bought her own groceries. Risk of poisoning and all that. Didn't matter. Crocodile eggs, dandelion beer. I was the man for the job. Then there was a magic box of salmon prophecy. She wanted one. Well, whatever. Ours is not the reason why. Ours is any old excuse to get out of the apartment. I lived for getting out of that place. To be out from under that roof. I mean, there was nothing to do between errands. I just sat around all day or wandered the halls, looking from room to room. Never left the apartment between errands. Never. Don't know what I did between errands. It's all kind of one big blur, wandering, not looking for anything, just wandering. This may sound a little strange, but it was almost as if I was switched off between errands. Nothing to do, just go into hibernation until called for. Never really thought about it before. Well, whatever. I went to Old Man Whetstone to get a magic box of Solomon Prophecy. I was getting pretty good at finding the place. Walk to the corner, take the bus, find just the right narrow little cross street down the stairs, and voila! Old Man Whetstone. Yes, I'm looking for a magic box of Solomon Prophecy. Magic box? That's not really the kind of thing I have around here. You need to go to a music store. Yes, I know just the one. So Old Man Whetstone gave me directions to a completely different part of town. Industrial district. Lots of run-down old warehouses around there. I mean, I wasn't the greatest navigator of the city, but I had an idea of where he was directing me. You can see it from the freeway, and not that far from the center of downtown, which is kind of odd, even by itself. I mean, one block, you got skyscrapers and assorted fancy buildings. One block over, you got dilapidated old warehouses, all standing off on their lonesome, scarred and blasted neighborhood. Never see anyone there. Not that I was in the habit of hanging out around there to find out. Strange place for a music store. Smart thing to do at this point would have been to go back to the apartment and ask Dor for help. Find out if that music store really was the best place to get a magic box of Solomon Prophecy. Stupid! I'm mean, going to keep saying that. That I kept doing really dumb and stupid things. Like not going back for a second opinion when I had the chance. What can I say? I was still new to all of this. Well, don't worry. I learn. As time goes on, you'll hear me talking less and less about how incredibly dumb and imbecilic my decisions were. Just had to become good and jaded, that's all. It's one thing to say. Ooh, trust no one. It's another thing entirely for it to sink in. Trust no one. No. Nothing bad happened at the music shop. Nothing I would regret. It was stupid because I didn't go back for a guide when I had the chance. That left me cocky. Thinking that I wouldn't need a guide later when I should have actually used one. Like when Morgan sent me after Dragon's Breath. Yeah. Should have asked Dor about that one. Stupid. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Didn't ask for help about the magic box. Whetstone had given me directions. He had always done right by me. He gave me directions I could follow them. We were in the city. I knew where I was going. Besides, asking Dor for help would have resulted in getting Jack for a guide. And I didn't really want to do that. Jack had been acting weird. Like he didn't know me. It's, it's, It's hard to explain. And Jack didn't give me permission to talk, so I couldn't ask him what was up. Like the rock hammer. Del Morgan asked me to fetch a rock hammer. Well, not knowing where to go, I asked Dor. I suppose that I could have tried Whetstone first, but I just discovered that he didn't have everything, like a magic box of Solomon prophecy. That had taken me by surprise. Thought Whetstone had everything. So Jack had escorted me to this little store where I was able to acquire a rock hammer. Simple, really. But it bugged me that Jack was acting completely differently, like he didn't know me, like I was some kind of bug which is why i didn't go back for help with the magic box i wasn't sure i could face jack again and whetstone's directions were simple enough why should i submit myself to the cold shoulder again you know that doesn't make any sense i must be thinking about dragon's breath i'd gone after the magic box of Solomon prophecy before i went after the rock hammer so how could i not want to face jack for directions to the magic box If I hadn't gotten the rock hammer yet. That's when things got strange with Jack with the rock hammer. What happened? After the magic box. But I didn't go for help with the magic box because of the rock hammer. Which happened before the rock hammer. The the magic box. Oh, screw it. I don't understand this place. I followed Old Man Whetstone's directions. No problem. Bus doesn't go all the way there. You have to walk. And when I say blasted neighborhoods, I mean blasted neighborhoods. Empty, desolate, like a ghost town right in the middle of the city. All these ancient warehouses standing empty. Giant spiders sort of lurking between them. Yeah. Giant spiders weaving these truly immense webs between the buildings. Cobwebs so thick and interwoven that they were like buildings onto themselves, grey as dust, like ghosts, were the husks of ancient buildings that the spiders had completely drained of life. I bet you never knew that giant spiders lived in the heart of the city. Simply never noticed them before and I'm talking giant spiders here. Well, we're not talking Godzilla, but I mean they were big. Climbing the side of one of those old warehouses for them was like climbing stairs for us. They didn't pay the slightest bit of attention to me, just too small, I guess. Maybe they really did feed on the living hearts of the buildings. So I followed Whetstone's directions, walked among ancient warehouses draped with cobwebs, giant spiders moving to their own rhythms, ignoring me found the music store took up an entire warehouse never knew such a place existed never thought there was that much music in the world well think about it what do you get rowdy kids hammering on their day-old electric guitars dreaming of being rock stars testosterone and booze so thick you could cut it with a knife all living in a haze of noise that could hardly be considered music who cares bang the head slowly. Singing? Who sings? Just scream to the beat. No one understands the words anyway. This place? This music store was different. There was was no loss. No blinding pain pretending to be noise, pretending to be music. Losing oneself beneath a sledgehammer of sound because it was easier than accepting the world. Not here. Not this place. This place was beautiful. I wanted to stay. I wish I could have remained there, just basking in that place. I can't describe it, what it was like. I don't even think it was music. I mean, I don't think they were playing music. It was just this place. I don't remember talking to anyone, don't remember seeing anyone. I just found myself leaving the music store with the magic box of prophecy in my hands. I don't understand what happened. Remember, Remember, I said something about discovering my life was empty, wondering if I had a life, not even remembering how I had lost my soul holding that magic box in my hands. I don't know. I I just don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to romanticize the place. I mean, music sucks. Deal with it. Empty noise, a way to hide from the world. Bang or whisper, flute or drum. Who cares? (laughs) But I'm drifting again. The reason I mentioned this, the reason I brought up the whole story. Searching for the magic box of Solomon Prophecy. Asking for help with the rock hammer. It was because of what would happen next. Del Morgan asked me to fetch her some dragon's breath. This audio recording of The Fearful Gigadian, Pin the Tail on the Donkey, is copyright 2010 by Keith T. Jones. All rights reserved.